And four years ago to this day, the Asmus community were reeling after bushfires. A very complicated bushfire system ravaged the town and there were some casualties of those bushfires. Three uh, travellers who are working on a farm and our local rice patch farmer, Kim Kerno. And four years later, there have been some recommendations handed down by the coroner. These include creating three additional DFES positions, a district officer, an area officer, and a bushfire risk management officer. They also want to establish a career fire and rescue service station in town, in Esperance, to help communities, the surrounding communities, and to support local volunteer firefighters. Also, some more equipment, firefighting appliances and earthworks equipments. That's three of 12 recommendations handed down earlier this week. The state premier, Mark McGowan, has also weighed in on whether they would adopt these recommendations. Well, obviously, we'll listen to the advice from the Department of Fire and Emergency Services. As you know, we're doing more uh, in uh, regional fire suppression than ever before. The Rural Fire Fire Division, uh, the Bushfire Centre of Excellence, two things called for forever uh, that we are putting in place. Uh, But clearly we'll listen to the advice of uh, the fire experts on where uh, resources need to be put. So uh, we put a huge effort into mitigation, that is burn-offs, across the state and the last few years have seen far bigger burn-offs than years prior to that. So uh, we're doing all we can. Premier Mark McGowan speaking there about the 2015 bushfire inquest recommendations. And is that enough? Or is the words, are the words being said by Mark McGowan in Perth being filtered down to a local level? We'll find out from Dan Sanderson. He wrote the Cascade Scadden Fire Review, amongst others. I don't know whether he agrees with Mr McGowan or perhaps he's got some other recommendations. We'll get to him after Walk the Moon. Shut up and dance on Sean for Breakfast. Across Esperance, Sean for Breakfast. We're talking about the 2015 bushfire deaths inquest. There were 12 recommendations handed down. You just heard from the state premier who said they would listen to DFES and the experts. He also said that they were doing a lot to mitigate against fires. But is this true? Is this what we're seeing at a local level? I've got Dan Sanderson on the line. He's the director of the Cascade Scadden Fire Review. Good morning, Dan. What do you think of the the recommendations handed down by the coroner? Fairly good. Um I'm a bit of a concern that, uh, and it's the coroner's job to, to, to focus on the fires and, and the deaths, but the recommendations focus on the specific area of what could stop it happening in the future. Uh, a lot of the recommendations have got to be a lot wider than that, got to be statewide, you know, to relations to like airstrips and water bombers and uh, Korea firefighters, all that type of stuff. Hmm. But a, a lot of those changes are happening and have been theirs. I, I just the biggest concern I have out of this is that um, DFIS, that the emergency service levy has gone up since um, the November 15 fires. You know, they were in control of about $330 million. Now they're in control of the excess of $500 million. Yes. Um, and I, would, I was hoping that that increase would go all into mitigation, but a lot of it hasn't. It, it goes into what, well, what DFIS deemed to be right and you know, their buildings and they're running the infrastructure and everything else. 
I just think a lot of that money and a lot of his findings out of this report need to go to mitigation. Mitigation is where we need. First response is really important until we get mitigation. Yeah, up to scratch. It's all about mitigation, Sean. When you say mitigation, we're talking about backburning here, we're talking about fire plans and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, access ways into um, unallocated crown land, fire buffers, yeah, or, you know, fire breaks, and it's what a mitigation plan needs to be. It's, it's for, for greater minds than mine, but a lot of money, yeah, a lot of work and a lot of time. And, and deepest and deep poor and the, you know, the Shires, like the Shire Restaurant, um, our volunteer network have put a lot of work into mitigation since then. Um, it's just that I'm a bit concerned that an extra couple hundred million dollars is not going to make it all to mitigation. Um, DFAS are still in control of the emergency service levy. Our fire review, we did one of the main concerns we found out of that is that DFAS are the department. They are in control of the um, emergency services levy, where we don't think they should be. We we think that a, a the Office of Bushfire Management or some other regulatory authority in the government mm. should should be in control of the uh, emergency services levy, mm. and then um, DFAS and DPOR and or, or Parks or whatever they're called now, all these government <laughs> departments apply because they keep on changing the names. Yeah. Um, but they they apply for funding, and it can be fully um, transparent and audited, and be a lot more cost efficient. I don't I don't believe our ESL is being used as efficiently as it should be at the moment. So you're saying perhaps even the Minister for Emergency Services he has a department where that money goes through because you're talking about a lot of money that's half a billion dollars so yeah, and, and if you're saying that some of that's not going into mitigation that is a concern which I share with you I guess the, the just to finish off on a positive note I mean there's going to be three additional DFAS positions a district officer an area officer and a bushfire risk management officer a career fire and rescue service station will be established and then also more fire fighting equipment appliances and earthworks equipment as well I guess that helps but you're right it doesn't really go towards mitigation planning, really? No, it doesn't. We don't need more DFAS personnel in Esperance. Mm. We do need, um, and, and DFAS do have a presence in Esperance, and it's much appreciated, and we work well with them now. Um, but they need the support, but not in Esperance. You know, it needs to be statewide. So as soon as there's something happening, like happened in November 15, they can call on extra support, support straight away. Otherwise, if you start looking after local areas, you're never going to be able to look after all the local areas an emergency will happen in an area where it hasn't been looked after properly and they'll have the same problem. So I, I love your proactive approach. It's saying mitigation, get in there and be as prepared as possible before an emergency does happen as opposed to having the resources to fight the actual blaze. Look, let's hope that it all comes in because at the moment they're just recommendations. These haven't been approved or adopted or implemented or anything. So let's hope they do go through and then hopefully they can hear words like yours, uh, Dan Sanderson, and then they can possibly put more money, more funds, more time into mitigation. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. All right, Sean. Good to talk to you, mate.